Did you know you can spend your Bitcoin on a debit card? It's true, but what does it matter if the markets are bleeding red? Stay cool, my friends. We've got this. In fact, we're going to a conference here in Colorado and we'll be reporting back to you with what you need to know. In fact, today we welcome a special guest that's going to tell you all about it. So much variety, so much information, so much silliness. It's episode 24 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. All right, here we go. Three, two, market. Slate. Quiet on the set. Rolling. Action. Oh, are we on now, Travis? I'm not sure. Hello, testing, testing. Testing. Te- yes. Oh, we're on. People oh, are sitting oh. there. They're waiting oh, hey. to hear from us. Whoa, oh, hey, you guys. I didn't see you there. Uh, welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast. I am Joel Com, and over here is Mr. Travis Wright. That is correct. I am Mr. Travis Wright, and he is Joel Com. We are completely factual so far. To the best of our parents' knowledge. That's, you know, my mom thinks that I'm super special. So uh, we are always glad that you're taking the time to download and listen and share this podcast and review this podcast and claim your bad coin, the official token of the Bad Crypto Podcast. And if you don't have yours yet, go to badcryptopodcast.com and just search for bad coin uh, or go to the show notes for this episode 24 and you'll discover how you can get you some of that. That is true. We are not the official token of the NFL, MLB, or any other sports affiliation. <laughs> I wanted to throw that in there for no reason. <laughs> And we're going to jump right into some content today because we got lots to talk about. Today's question and answer segment is really another amalgamation. That's a word, right? Amalgamation. It's like a bunch of questions tied together and haven't really addressed it this explicitly yet, but it was triggered by reading some comments on some Facebook cryptocurrency groups today. And Travis, this is, it really bugs me because not that the people are asking the question, but that the question needs to be answered. Uh, You guys got to understand that cryptocurrency is extremely volatile. How volatile is it, Travis? It is so volatile. You know, you know, I've never seen any market ever, you know, including stocks and all this other stuff, where you can have such dramatic swings in one day. We're like, oh, my God, it just went up 78%. The next day, oh, my God, it's down 37%. Oh, my God, over the last seven days, it's up 637%. Like, these are insane numbers. Yeah, and so people post, and some people who might not should be investing at all, uh, you know, the Bitcoin, the Bitcoin, Bitcoin or the other other coins will go on this ride up, up, up. And there's this assumption that that's never going to stop. I'm sorry, kids, that's fantasy land. And so the comments that I'm seeing are like, oh, I'm losing all my money. Why is Bitcoin crashing so much, you know, and dropping hundreds or a thousand dollars? What's happening? Somebody, there must be news. No, 
That's not what's happening at all. I'm not saying that uh, crypto prices can't be affected by news, but what goes up must come down. And all you're seeing are people taking profits, taking money off the table. Uh, neither Travis or I are traders. We are investors, right? Travis, you're not like watching the market to pinpoint where is the high point. I'm going to sell here and then I'm going to wait for it to go down and I'm going to try and figure out the best place to buy in again. Well, I think it really depends on the day, right? Because sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm watching it and I'm going, oh man, look at that. You know, when you see those big parabolic rises, um, you know, you're going, oh my God, that is just abnormal. That is not, that's like, that's a big one. Like sometimes I will get out at the top and each time that I've done that so far, it's been advantageous, but that's still dangerous because you don't want it to go, oh my God, this is the the one time that the rocket ship has taken off. Like right. yesterday or whenever Bitcoin, you know, first time hit, hit over 90, I was like, yes, I should get out. And then I was like, I know I should get out right now. And I didn't, but I was like, I know I should. And so I, I sometimes listen to myself whenever I come up with those and I go, ah, because if I had gotten out when it was $95 or whatever, I could have easily gotten back in at $75. Right. But what happened if it would have been like, you know, um, the Monero when it went from 40 to a hundred and then 150, like, you know, so there's those things you're seeing in different currencies doing different things. And, you know, some of those traditional technical analysis that goes with stock markets, you know, and some of these other traditional ones, they don't always apply to this because right. I mean, there's some serious emotion and serious stuff going on here. And a lot of people that are in this space, at least early on, were not traditional investors. More of them are coming on. So maybe over time, it will start evolving into more uh, where that technical analysis will, will apply. But well, right now, it's a crazy ride. Here's the problem in trying to time it. You think it's hit the high and you sell it. But what if it doesn't retrace to that same place again? What if it does keep going up and then eventually it will come back down again? But how far down will it get? You know, it was just a few months ago that Bitcoin shot up to 3000 And once that happened, like the next day, it dropped as low is 1800 and but as it was dropping there's people that are selling oh bitcoin is crashing this guy is falling i gotta get out and get whatever money i can uh in just for a moment it hit 1800 and before you know it it was back over 2000 and then 2500 and then it breezed through 3000 this last time and you know we've seen it go up 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 almost to 5000 and maybe by the time this show gets out there it will have hit 5000 but you can expect that there are going to be days in the market where everything is in the red where it goes down and if you are like me a long-term investor that is going to ride the ups and the downs, basically betting on the fact that it's gone up and up and then up again after each fall, that over the long term, the value of your investment is going to go up. So if you're an investor on down days, you have one of two options. Well, you have three options. You could either clear your investment out, right? Take your money off the table, or you can put money in when it is at where you think is a low, or you can just ignore it, go on with your life and know that every time this has happened, right, Travis, every time. Yeah. I mean, take a look at it. It's yeah, it's so true. Now take a look at just for example, Ethereum. So on Saturday, February 4th, 2017, 
it finally it looks like it, it finally was maybe the first time that it crashed over um a billion dollar market cap right the price was eleven dollars and 41 cents on february 4th now since then you know it's now the the market cap of it is over 30 million or excuse me 30 billion dollars right and it's been as high as you know it's it's even growing higher than that that is that is an that's 30 times the increase in market value since february of this year that's like you know seven months ago so i don't know any kind of space any kind of investment where you could 30 times your money on just like that. I mean, and if you had gotten in Ethereum even earlier than, you know, the amount of, of uh, you know, <laughs> increase you could have had could be crazy. Now, say, oh, my God, it got all the way to 400. Now it's gone down to 138. Oh, and then it's gone back up to 400. And like, you know, it's going to go up. It's going to go down. It's going to go back up again. And it's probably going to go up way, way beyond where it had, where, you know, it's all-time high previously. That's what seems to happen within this space. And that's what we think, and you must do your own due diligence. Remember, we're just here to provide information and a little bit of entertainment and uh, throw a few songs in there that make you go, gee, these guys can't sing. And you need to go do your own due diligence. You need to get figure this thing out for yourself, but don't go on message boards and just go, why is it going down? Because I'm thinking maybe you shouldn't be investing at all. It's too volatile for uh, for your stomach to handle it yeah. so something else uh, joel that i saw that i've been seeing recently that which is just this is, this is wild to me like paying attention on reddit where people are literally going out and getting huge home, home you know second loans on their home and investing it all in cryptocurrency to me that is just so risky you don't want to invest what you can't lose because guess what if you do something like that and you take out a big huge you know cash advance on your credit cards but if you can't pay that if that's not if that's not within your budget then that's gonna that could be a huge problem especially if one of those unexpected dips happen and you freak out and sell it and get out of the get out of your thing and the next thing you know you still have to pay that monthly feedback for the next 30 years because you just took a second mortgage out on your home so i've seen so many people do that now if you did that in march of this past year and you got in bitcoin or ethereum then you then you're really happy you just really won but when you're at the top on an all-time high and you know it's at a peak and you, i don't know that's crazy so the bottom line is be wise and in the news we're going to a conference aren't we travis absolutely yes in uh rocky mountain high aspen colorado yeah in my backyard really for those of you that don't know i'm a denverite and uh, Travis is a Kansas City boy, and he's going to be driving out here, scooping me up in Denver on September 21st. And we're going to head out to Aspen for a three-day event called the Nexus Conference. You can go to the website. We'll have links in the show notes, but it's nexusearth.com. And the link for the current conference is right there on the front page. Uh, and this is a crypto blockchain conference, which we're really excited that we're going to get to go to. And we have with us, uh, representing the conference today, uh, Diana. And Diana, I don't, do I have your last name, Diana? Oh, I'm so embarrassed. What is it? Oh, that's okay. It's Bailey. Bailey. Yep. Like the Irish cream. Got it. Well, welcome to uh, the Bad Crypto Podcast, Deanna. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, you guys. You know, I'm a I'm a Colorado Springs girl, so I'm in your backyard too. Oh, okay. So for you, you just take a different highway in to the mountains, right? Or do you have to drive all the way up to Denver and then I-70 in as well? I'll probably pick up a couple people, so I see me doing the 70 drive. 
Excellent. Well, give us a rundown of what this event is all about and why we should be excited to be heading to Aspen this year. Absolutely. Let me ask you this first. How much do you guys actually know about Nexus? Uh, I know it's an awesome five-letter word. <laughs> I know it rhymes with Lexus. <laughs> okay, there you go. That There's the totality of our knowledge, because after all, it is the bad crypto podcast. Okay, so let us um, let me give you a little bit of background first. So Nexus, uh, the 23rd of September during the conference, is actually going to be their three-year anniversary. And um, the conference is being held, you know, Colin Cantrell, he's the creator of Nexus, uh, and they wanted to get everybody together to kind of bounce around ideas. So Colin created a coin three years ago, and I believe it was an altcoin. And then he, he based it off of uh, Satoshi's original, you know, the, the blockchain that Bitcoin is built off of. So he, he learned how to mimic the, that same style and then spent time kind of picking it apart and, and finding where the imperfections were and what could be you know, improved and what, you know, what were the hazards, what were things that could threaten it. And, and he spent a lot of time actually perfecting those and working on those as well as like wrapping in his own vision of where he sees all of this going. So uh, he's an incredibly smart guy. He's the son of Jim Cantrell, who is going to be a speaker at the conference. Um, He worked for NASA. He uh, started SpaceX. He worked uh, Vector. He worked with Elon Musk a lot. And um, he's going to come down and speak. You'll see. The intelligence in that family is just... Come, come to, he's going to come down from space? He is, actually. I'm very honored to have him. He's <laughs> so Nexus is actually a cryptocurrency. Now that I'm delving deeper, I see here the symbol is NXS. Yes. And it says it does more than send money. As a byproduct of mining, it finds dense clusters of prime numbers. Uh, which, you know, not being a mathematician, but having a basic understanding of prime numbers, I'm not exactly sure what that means related to crypto, but you're probably, uh, I don't know if you're equipped to tell us that or if we should just talk about the event. Yeah, well, so that means the sequence of prime numbers used, uh, I believe, to validate each one of the transactions says we use so many that I can mathematically tell you you can't crack this. You can validate it, but you can't crack it. So it just makes it that much more secure. Hey, Travis, we have encountered a smart crypto chick. This is very nice. Welcome to the Bad Crypto Universe. So I'm actually looking at the um, the sessions that are going on and the speakers that are at this event, and they're pretty amazing. Like, these are some of the top-notch people, not only in crypto, but also, you know, alternative, like, politics and other amazing movers and shakers in the world. I mean... We're talking Judge Andrew Napolitano is going to be there and having a conversation. We have Ron Paul, uh, Jesse Ventura, uh, also Max Kaiser is going to be there. Roger Veer. It's crazy. The amount of people, the crazy. It's amazing. Like literally the best lineup of people that uh, in this particular space that I've ever seen in one venue. What's what's great is we're not even going to not even just intellectually. we're, We're not just throwing it at you there. We're going to hit you with music. We're gonna hit. There's uh, Scott Hayes is coming out with a, a private movie screening of his his movie Mully that's gonna be coming out later this year. So I mean, it's anything and everything that you need entertaining and to fascinate you and to learn and to make you money if that's what you're into. You're gonna find it at this conference. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me. 
Hit me. Um, we're little reference there, musical again. That, that was great. Also, I noticed G. Edward Griffin is going to be there. He wrote the book, um, the uh, what was it the, the creature from Jekyll Island? We've talked about him in a previous episode about the Federal Reserve Bank. So th- this is amazing. I'm blown away by the quality of speakers and and and, and experiences you guys have planned out here. Yeah, it's going to be it's, well. And this is the other thing. It's not just coming in and hearing these people talk. There's actually going to be roundtable discussions. So. We don't want you to just take information away from these people. We want to come together collectively as a group, right? So the word nexus actually means a connection between two or more points. And so nexus is really, we want a community. We want everybody to be a part of it. There's no intention of ever getting centralized, as some would say Bitcoin is starting to become. um, And still love them. We're we're huge fans of Bitcoin. So that's never to be derogatory in any way. But that's the, the rumor. And so we, we want to just invite everybody to come along and sit down and throw ideas around. And where do we want to see cryptocurrency go? What do we need from blockchain technology? And, and unite each other to make things better. Use this to, to bring, make the world a better place. Mm. And ultimately, that's you know the direction of what decentralizing is about. It's about giving power to the people, real power for us to uh, be able to maintain our privacy and uh, do what it is that we do best and not have the encroachment of governments or uh, centralized financial institutions breathing down our necks. Right, exactly. And I've never I've never in my life met a more genuine person than Colin and he wholeheartedly believes in that and it's like he exudes it everywhere he goes. And so this is just one more instance of him using his connections and and pulling everybody in and, and making the best of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going through. I'm, I'm still blown away. I'm literally still going through the conference program. And here I see Peter Schiff is yeah. uh, he's going to do a, a presentation, then followed by a panel with Peter Schiff and Max Kaiser and Steffi uh, Stacy Herbert on Bitcoin bug versus gold bug. I mean, I'm, I'm reading through this thing and I'm going, wow, like who who is in this space wouldn't want to be at this event? That's what I'm saying. It's a beautiful center, too, The where the conference, I'm looking at the picture of the conference center right there at the foot of Aspen, you know, and of course, a lot of people love Colorado in the winter. It, it is America's winter playground, and they come for skiing and snowmobiling, but I love Colorado for the summer and the fall. I think that the green is just absolutely magnificent the rocky mountains are incredible when it starts snowing i'm kind of like okay i'm going into hibernation right so uh if people want to join us this episode is is airing just uh, a short week before the conference but i'm assuming that tickets will be available still or is it will it maybe be sold out it's honestly it's starting to fill up really fast um so it's kind of hit or miss i'm if it's up to me, we'll be sold out by then. So okay. fingers fingers crossed that there's tickets left by the time this airs. Um, you're welcome to plug it a little more or share it ahead of time, and you know you can use this one to kind of just expand on the on the inter- or the um, actual conference. Well, and here's so let me tell you, let me break it down and, and what to expect when you go. And and if you guys are not coming the night before, you may want to because it starts at 7:30s registration or breakfast. Okay. I'm sorry, breakfast is at 7:30. Um, and then registration starts at eight and the conference kicks off at nine and the judge opens and Collins after him. And then, and then it's like, bam, bam, bam. So what we're going to do is you're going to have all these opportunities, 
different speakers will have four rooms going at once. I believe uh, for filmmakers, they're doing the Nexus Film Festival at the same time. So people are going to be out there shooting movies. And you're going to have a program in front of you and you can pick and choose who you want to go see. So if you want to learn about blockchain, you can go to blockchain. If you want to learn about politics, you can go to politics. So it's it's geared towards everybody's interests so that hopefully you, you get what you come there to get out of it. That's excellent. About how many people are you expecting for the event? <clears throat> uh, 600. Wow. Yeah, this is this is pretty sizable. And, you know, it's really exciting. We were talking about events on an episode not too long ago and how many there are throughout the world in the crypto and blockchain fintech space. And to have one right here in our backyard, um, we're, we're really grateful for that. And it's, you know, you have the beautiful Aspen behind you. So learn all day, go out, have a good dinner, look at beautiful Aspen, go to a private movie screening with famous directors. And if he brings any movie star friends and then go party it up at one VIP at one of the clubs in Aspen, you can't ask for a better time. It's, it's going to be the, the weekend of my life. I'll tell you that. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, we can't wait to meet you there. Travis, do you have any other questions? I do. I th- you know, with all of these amazing people at this event, you know, there's some, some of the most brilliant minds in the world. Hopefully, we'll, we'll be able to round up some amazing interviews for our, our audience here to, to tune into later on because hopefully, you know, I mean, I'd l- what, what a great opportunity it would be to chat with like Ron Paul or some of these guys that are at this event. They're all top notch. So hopefully, we can uh, score some interviews, Mr. Joel Com, while we are there. Absolutely, and we will report back to you our bad cryptoites or whatever it is we're calling you these days. It, it's morphing. We we still don't know who you are, but cryptites? bad cryptites. Yeah, uh, we know we love you, and and we're glad. And uh, Diana, thanks so much for your time today. Looking forward to meeting you at the Nexus Earth Conference. Again, the website is nexusearth.com to learn more about what Nexus is and then just click the conference link and uh, you will see the most uh, the current conference. And of course, I'm sure there's others that will be coming if they're not able to make it to this one. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. So let me paint a picture for you, Travis. You go to the store and you load up your cart you take your cart to the checkout and they tally it up. You take your credit card out of your wallet. Uh, if you're like me, you stick that thing in because it's got the little new security thing on it that takes a little longer than just swiping it. it makes me crazy. And somehow magically Visa uh, handles and manages the transaction. And I walk out with my groceries um, and, uh, and it shows up on my bill and I pay that bill. Right, that's the way we've we've done it for years, but there's a whole new way of paying for goods and services with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. But it can be challenging to pay somebody when a lot of people can't even figure out wallets. Uh, but we've got their solutions that are coming out now. Some of them are readily available, and that is going to be the focus of our feature today. Yeah, so how handy would it be to, you know, have a debit card that was able to attach to your cryptocurrencies and to be able to use that anytime, anywhere, and spend it at the exact market value. So there have been a few solutions over the years that have tried to uh, to dominate this space and, and, and make it happen, and there's been some successful ones. But what we're seeing now is uh, is companies that are doing ICOs and actually having tokens attached to their debit card. And uh, so there's some really interesting ones out there. What were some of the ones that, uh, that, that caught your fancy? 
Well, and I think it's important to note that there's two different ways to do this, right? One way is are there's companies that are creating debit cards that hold your Bitcoin or that connect to your Bitcoin and they take a transaction fee every time you um, spend it. And then there's others that are currencies in and of themselves, which basically transmute your Bitcoin or their own currency to US dollars, right? So there's... Um, companies, for example, one that you spotted was SpectraCoin, and SpectraCoin has a Visa debit card. That's basically how it works. You load up your debit card with your Bitcoin, and then you can spend your Bitcoin like you would a, a Visa at any merchant, and it kind of takes the amount on the fly and transmogrifies it to um, to U.S. dollars or to euro or to pound, depending upon where you are, and then they take yeah. But I, a I'm more concerned about is transmogrify is like that an actual pulling word? money out of an ATM, right? <laughs> I love it. That was that was really solid. Uh, well, so Calvin yeah, as, as Joel had mentioned, there are so you know you, gonna, you can use it just it. basically in, in any ATM around the world. Use it at 30 million ATMs. You can use it globally on all these different sites, just like having a debit card or a credit card. The only deal is, is that when you're doing a credit card, you are getting debt. What's interesting? That's one thing that's always been interesting to me about a credit card is the money that's on your credit card does not even exist until you swipe it for that first time, right? So that's it's basically like the way banks go is so say for example, I'm gonna I'm gonna add just a little bit to this because this is interesting to me. So say for example, I made a deposit into the bank, right? I took I took a thousand dollar check, put it in the put it in the, put it into the bank. Now, based on fractional reserve banking, which is how fiat banks work, is they can now take that $1,000 and loan it out nine times. So essentially, they have $10,000 worth of, 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 of loaning power just because they have your $1,000 in the bank. So what's interesting with credit cards is it's kind of the same principle is they issue the credit card, but that money does not exist until you swipe it. And then you pay interest on money that didn't even exist in the first place, right? So that's what's so interesting to me about the way the current banking system works. That's why these right here are awesome because guess what? You don't have, you don't need debt. You don't need, you're not going to acquire debt from this. You actually are using your assets and spending those, which is a much better approach than accumulating all of this worthless debt. Yeah. And there's actually a number of these, you uh, quid, has a Visa debit card that not only gives you access to Bitcoin, but also to spend your Ethereum, your Litecoin, uh, one called Pivx, Ripple, Monero, Dash, and 75 other cryptocurrencies. So if you want to go beyond investing in Bitcoin or crypto and actually be able to spend some of what you have, then you know you could take a look at this. Uh, basically, it says Uquid users can spend uh, your the over seventy five different cryptocurrencies on mobile top ups, bill payments, pharmacy, food vouchers, transportation tickets, Wi Fi recharges, pinless calls, and there's a number of others. And we won't go through all of these, but just to let you know they exist. And in the show notes, we will link to the page that tells you about all of them. BitPay has a Visa debit card. Zappo X A P O has a debit card that is available in most European countries. Now, actually, Shift connects to Coinbase, and actually. And Shift 
is another card that is available. So in uh, you are correct, and you that know, is true. You have to know, just and like, you know, uh, having that being said, world, you know, those coins or those those cards, you know, aren't necessarily their own token. They didn't have an ICO, the ones that Joel just mentioned. But there are some out there that have created their own currency that you can use and buy and 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 actually access as well, right? Yeah, in fact, I have personally bought some tokens that go along with two of these, and I'm not sure if they were smart purchases yet, but I kind of think they are. Uh, one of them is called the Token Card, and it's tokencard.io. Uh, they bill it as Be Your Own mm. Bank. The now that's an interesting one right there. It's the smart contract, uh, smart contract powered, powered. Debit card. and so basically smart contracts with debit card payments. It says that uh, this wallet uh, basically secures your assets and enforces user set spending limits and allows you to uh, to access and do all types of online payments, point of sale transactions, ATM withdrawals, uh, and also you can use your uh, your Ethereum tokens in the token contract wallet. Yeah, so this one looks pretty cool, and they are pretty new, actually. I think that they've only been around for a uh, short time, and I don't know that they actually have a token card yet. I think that they are in development after raising funds from their coin offering. But this will connect to an application on your phone, and many of these that are their own currency will have a mobile wallet and basically you'll just pay whoever out of your mobile wallet. That is correct. And there are other options as well. So there's another one that I like that, you know, I read the white paper and I was really impressed with it. Uh, it's called 10X. The website is 10X.tech. The actually it's called pay P A Y is it's uh, how did, how was that not available or how was it available for those guys after all this time? Like P A Y, like that's like pretty much the best one that you would want to have in the crypto space. Uh, if especially if you are in this particular area. And so they're doing the same similar thing where that's one thing I really think is cool about is like you open up your app and you swipe it across. You say, okay, I want to use my Litecoin for this purchase. And then you put your card in, swipe it, boom, it pulls it out of that particular balance. And uh, that's pretty fancy. And I know that they have a, uh, they have an iPhone app that's, uh, that's coming out and they, uh, the card right now is not available in the United States. Some of these cards are not available in the United States, but, um, I read, and actually I was in their, their, um, their, um, group, their Slack group. And it said that, uh, that is coming very, very soon. Q4 is what they had estimated. So that's interesting. Yeah. I've actually put a little bit of, of my fiat into 10X. Again, the symbol is P-A-Y, pay, and they actually are supposed to be having their wallet and the app available soon. This is another one that supports multiple blockchains, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, tokens that are based on Ethereum and Dash and a bunch of others that they're going to be able to integrate. And this is part of what's missing from the crypto world, which is why I'm personally investing a little bit in this, because making it user-friendly so that regular folks can go out there and see the practical application of spending the cryptocurrency that they are accumulating. You know, why should I use my crypto instead of 
my Visa card that that uh, charges dollars or pounds or euro, whatever currency is used in your country of origin. Um, we need user-friendly applications. You know, we talked about this before. I don't know what a Visa does when you swipe it. I know somehow it communicates my information for my account and digitally it sends ones and zeros and I walk out with whatever I've bought and then it shows up on my bill. And this is what we need in the crypto space. People don't need to know how it works. They just need to know that it works. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I want to ask you this, Joel, because I've noticed this about my own personal purchasing behavior since I became more focused on crypto. And I think I've received one, maybe two boxes from Amazon since we re since before since we started the show. I know even a, you know a month or so before we started the show. My actual consumer behavior since I have started you know, focusing on this has decreased substantially because I'm looking at it like, oh, that's going to cost me 50 bucks. Well, I could buy a Litecoin with that. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> you know? you can't. Well, not anymore. That's true. But right. But at that time you could. Right. So but you could buy some Litecoin. That is true. You could buy a percentage of some good stuff. And there's one other one, correct? There's one other. Uh, yeah, which uh, I don't know much about it. And I so I can't speak knowledgeably about it, but it's called Monaco. And the website is M-O-N-A dot C-O, which I just, I, you know, they get points just for that, right? Mm -hmm. Clever yeah. URLing. Pretty uh, smart. Spend anywhere without fees. And when you look at the website, you see a card with a little chip in it and Amy's name on it, Amy Ingram, uh, we're spending your money. And there's a cool, elegant looking phone app, an iPhone app. And I don't know if it's actually in release or if it's in, if that's just a prototype. What's this kit? Ooh, I'm going to click on it. It get. says it's always a free account, Ooh. holds multiple currencies and crypto, exchange at real rate. There's an app available for both the iOS and Android. Uh, and it says you'll save 5 to 8% on real exchange rates versus banks, and you earn 0.75% cash back. So you get cryptocurrency cash back on every transaction kind of like you know discover has billed itself as the card that pays you back mm -hmm. um and i don't know what is it one percent two percent i'm not sure exactly what it is because i don't have one but this is a card that consumers understand that you can use this um anywhere i guess that well it doesn't say a visa on it i'm not sure that you can use it anywhere i i don't know do you know I'm not sure, but I did click get uh, the iPhone app and I opened it up and then I noticed that that was, that just came out not too long ago. And by the time we're recording this, the 10 X app just came out actually. So, uh, the very nice, I am excited about that. I'm going to go ahead and snag those and check them out and see how easy that is to use. Now uh, in the United States, I don't have access to the 10 X card yet. Right. Uh, so hopefully that will open up down the road. Well, Some in the app, Travis is only available for Android as of this recording. Yeah. Well, it's actually available in the store. So I see it. <laughs> Excellent. I will have to go check that out myself then. Yeah. Because I can just load it up with my pay tokens. I'm not sure how I'm going to use it, but I'm just, I get tickled just to try this stuff. Just go, oh, look, I moved my tokens from here to this card. It's kind of like moving my tokens to my Ledger Nano S, this hard wallet, you know, and then mm -hmm. I store it away. And speaking- They better be secure though. I mean, really, because I mean, we've heard some of those other challenges with some of that other stuff. I'd be like, imagine you load up your, your 10X card on your app and then now that gets hacked. So hopefully they got security locked down. Along these same lines- 
I discovered an Ether card. The website is ether.cards, and it is a physical card that is basically physical Ether that you can get for yourself and load them up with Ether. Um, and you can use them as gifts if you want. You know, here, instead of giving an Amazon.com gift card, you give the gift of Ether. There's a QR code on the back. It's got its own unique Ethereum address, a private key. It's got a hidden um, scratch-off panel. And then uh, that's how you load it up and use it. And to so you would give you would load it up, give it to somebody, and then when they want to redeem it, they scratch the panel and then they move the funds from there to wherever their wallet is. Mm-hmm. And there's some sort of connection with my Ether wallet because they're mentioning it all over the site. So send Ether and go through and uh, do all the all the all the process that you need to do to to load that up. But it's interesting you can uh, redeem that. That's I love that. That's really cool to be able to uh, to send somebody or give and actually just have it. You can actually have it in your wallet if you need to. Uh, that's wild. I love it. We're getting there, gang. It's moving into the mainstream. We are still in the early adopter phase of cryptocurrency, and we are here to help you navigate through all the uh, tumult and confusion of the cryptocurrency world. And as always, we're glad that you listened. Please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. That says to us that, hey, we uh, we like what you're doing and don't go away. And if you want to tell us, then you can do so via a review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, on YouTube, or on uh, SoundCloud. We love when people download from there as well. And write us at badcryptopodcast at gmail.com. Call us at uh, 708-885-9030. And we love when our Google Voice phone rings and voicemail will pick it up and leave us a message ask your question share your comments uh say stay bad we might use you in the show and uh travis any final thoughts for this episode number two four yeah it's uh thank you so much for tuning in this has been fun we love creating these episodes for you uh next episode number 25 i can't believe that we are nearly 25 half of our a quarter of a hundred i said a half of a hundred math guys math so (laughs) stay bad at math The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.